welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com, and I aim to be your boss's worst nightmare. I'm going to come back to that in a minute. It's still Monday, the 21st of November 2016. Uh, the rain's eased up for a little while here, but uh, I guess it's coming back again shortly. But anyway, if you haven't already recognised, it's the second podcast of today. Uh, hope that's okay with you. And uh, the reason I said I would come back to that comment about being your boss's worst nightmare. I've had an email from, let's see, Kelly. Kelly. Uh, and she's touched on something that's been touched on, uh, I think, in an earlier podcast, uh, at least one earlier podcast. Um, now, that indicates to me that Kelly hasn't listened to them all. So <laughs> come on, Kelly, you've got to do better than that. Kelly says, hey, Ozzy, love the show. What a great start. What a great start. But then she goes on to say, but I am confused and concerned. Why do you always start by telling me you want to be my boss's worst nightmare? I really like my boss, and it makes me feel I'm being disloyal to her when I listen. Well, Kelly, I've got nothing against your boss whatsoever, and I'm delighted. Absolutely. I I genuinely mean this. I'm delighted you like your boss, and I hope, I really do hope, you, um, you like your job too. Uh, Now, that might seem strange with the the opening that I've got. But look, I am not anti-boss. It's just a gag that I use at the start. Um, And neither am I anti-job. Some people think I'm anti-job. Now, what I'm anti is people staying in a job that doesn't meet their needs. Now, by that, I don't mean necessarily just their financial needs, but I mean, it doesn't fulfil them that they feel that they could be doing so much more, so much better if they were not in that particular job. I'm, and I'm not saying sitting at home all day, you know, sort of snacking and watching TV. No, we all need to work. We all need work of some sort for our own self-worth. So I'm not anti-job. I'm not anti-boss. What I am is anti the wrong job. And the reason for that is because I, as I keep saying, I spent 12 years in a job I hated, followed by 20 years in a job I just tolerated. And during that time, more than the fact that I hated the job or just tolerated the job, during that time, I was missing out on the things that I felt were important to me. Number one on that list was spending time with my family. And I missed, I missed my two boys growing up. And we've got two sons who are now adults, and I missed the, the most of their childhood years because I was leaving for work in the morning before, before they got up and I was arriving home after their mother had put them to bed. So... I missed out on so much, and I believe they did too. That sounds awfully selfish being saying, I, I, I missed out. I believe they did too. I mean, Carol, my wife, made did a fantastic job of bringing up our boys, so I don't really think they missed out too much from that respect. But I do believe that um, we missed out by me not only not being here, but I missed out particularly by not being here and doing something that I really did not want to be doing. So... I'm not anti-job and I'm not anti-boss. And particularly your boss, Kelly. Your boss sounds fantastic. So stick with her. And I've already mentioned, I'm delighted when people are happy in their job. Because here's the thing. If you're happy in your job, you're far likely to do a great job. And so I want to be your customer. Because you're going to take more care of me in the future than somebody who is at that job and hating every minute of it. Does that make sense? So we need people. We actually need people. Not just nice to have people in, uh, who are enjoying their jobs. We actually need people who are enjoying their jobs to make the world go around. So 
I hope I've squared that. Now, I, I, the reason I just say that at the start is, I, look, when I was starting out this podcast, I had to come up with a tagline, and that was something that just lent itself to me, uh, being about being your boss's worst nightmare. Now, here's a challenge for you, Kelly, and for anybody else who listens. Come up with a better tagline. Come up with a better tagline, and we'll try it out and see how that gets received. Because, I, yeah, I, I think it's probably time for a change, but hey, I've wrecked my brain and I can't come up with anything better than that. Shows how poor my brain is, probably. But, um, okay, so let's assume for a minute that you're listening to this and you are in a position where you, you're you not happy in your work. You're not feeling fulfilled in the job that you're currently doing. You know that you want to do something else. You know you want to do something more fulfilling. And quite often people will say, well, find out what you love and go and do that for a living. But sometimes, sometimes what you love, there isn't a way of making a living at it. I'm struggling to think of a um, an example now. So let's say, uh, I don't know, that you've just taken up windsurfing and you love windsurfing, but you, you, you've you just taken it up. I mean, I've never, I've, I doubt I'd ever be able to stand up on one of the things. I don't know why that came into my head because it's not something I've ever wanted to do. But let's say you've just taken up windsurfing. The chances are, no matter how much you love it, that right now you're not going to get a job being a professional windsurfer. I believe there are such people, but you're not going to get a job being a professional windsurfer because the, by the, to turn professional, these are the people right at the top of their game, yeah? Now, you might in a year or two, if you get good at windsurfing and find that you've got a, a talent for teaching other people to windsurf, you might be able to make a living doing it then. But right now, you can't. I mean, for me, let, let, let's... OK, I'll, I'll use an example that I can relate to. Um, I used to do a lot of photography, very amateurish. I mean, I had one or two photographs published in photography magazines, but but nothing I was ever paid for but I enjoyed photography, and somebody once said to me when I said that I didn't like doing what I was doing, I didn't much care for it, and said, why don't you become a professional photographer? Well, A, I, I'm being brutally honest, I'm, I'm not good enough, and I'm not a dedicated enough student of photography to get good enough. But B, here's, here's what really clinched it for me. Most professional photographers don't get to choose what they're photographing. Most professional photographers just go out on assignments that they're sent to, hey, turn up at this whatever event and take photographs. You may not want to go to that event. That event may hold no interest for you whatsoever, but your job is to turn up and photograph that event. And photography for me was a hobby. It was something I did for the love of it. So I didn't want... I didn't. Can you understand this? I didn't want that joy being sapped out of it for me. So maybe you can think of things yourself that, yeah, I'd love to do that as a living, but the only way to do it as a living would be the equivalent of a professional photographer. I have to turn up and do what other people want me to do. Other people tell me I have to do rather than the stuff that I want to do that I find fulfilling. So let's have a look at that. If you can't make a living doing what you want, well, it means you need to make a living doing something that's not top of the list for you for preference, doesn't it? But how about turning that on its head? How about looking at something that frees you up to do the stuff that you want, that funds you to do the stuff that you want? Does that make sense? So I've got a challenge for you. And I want you to do this quite quickly. 
I want you to make a list of 50. Yes, I did say 50. I want you to make a list of 50 ways that immediately come to mind of making money. And I reckon you can do you you can knock that out in 15 minutes. 50 ways of making money. Doesn't matter what they are at this stage. Just the first things that come into your head, write them down. Ways to make money. Then I want you to look at that list and decide what you could do that you'd prefer to do than you're currently doing and that would fund you and free you up enough to do the stuff that you want to do. So if it were me, I'd look at, you know, what could I do that would free me up to have spend time on my photography of my own sake, not as a job, but it provides me with enough money to cover my needs, but also enough free time. Those Those two are the important. It's not just the money side and it's not just the time side. We've got to be in a position whereby we can do both, yeah? So we've got enough money and we've got enough time to enjoy it. So look at that list and decide what you could do that you'd prefer to do and that would fund you and free you up enough to do the stuff that you want to do. When you've narrowed that list down to there, figure out whether any of these are things that you could start on straight away. Or would you need to acquire new skills or knowledge? Also, figure out if any of them are things that you could start in your spare time. So staying with your current job at the moment, but say you've got to, I don't know, you've got to learn a new skill or got to acquire some new knowledge. Can you start that in your spare time? Or say you can, actually, you've got everything you need in place, but you can't just make a switch right on Friday. I leave this job and I start in my new job the job of my choosing on Monday. You're not in a position to do that. So you need to build up a position whereby maybe you start an hour or two in the evenings and you start testing the waters, seeing how things are going, seeing what money you can get in and how quickly it takes to get in and start building and building and building to the point that in the future, you could quit your day job. Does that make sense? So make that list 50 ways to make money Do this in this order, seriously. Just whack everything down on the list. Don't try and censor the list as you're doing it. I want you to let your mind run riot. Ways of making money. Doesn't matter what. Cleaning cars, mowing lawns, washing windows. Menial things like that. Leave them on the list. Or if you've got skills in IT, sorting out computer problems. Or motor mechanics. Or... Setting up an online business. I'm great at training people. So how about putting together courses that people can download online? Any number of ways. Don't worry about the how at the moment. Just anything that comes to mind. Make that list of 50. When you've got to the 50, I want you to go back over that list and decide which of those you'd prefer to do. If you could swap now, which would you prefer to do rather than what you're doing now? Remember, it's not necessarily the thing that you absolutely want to do. Remember, using the photography thing or the what was the other thing that I came up with? Oh, the windsurfing. It's not that, but is it something you actually prefer to spend your days doing than what you're doing right now? Then when you've narrowed it down into the things that you'd prefer to do and that would free up enough time, so it pays you enough money and it frees up enough time to do the thing that you actually want to do, when you've narrowed it down, figure out, can you start straight away? And if not, what are the new skills or knowledge that you need to acquire? Then decide whether, is this something I could start this evening? Is it this something that I could start this evening after work? And if it is, make a start. 
make a start. And I'm guessing in that list of 50, there's going to be something in there, something in there that you can get started on straight away. Okay. So Kelly, uh, I'm afraid I've gone a little bit astray from your original email, but just to rest assured, I've got nothing against your boss whatsoever. I'm sure she is wonderful. Neither have I got anything against any specific boss, and I am not anti-job. I'm just anti the wrong job. Hope that helps. If it does, don't forget, head over to iTunes, subscribe. That way you're never going to miss another episode. While you're there, leave me a review and leave me a bunch of stars. Look, if you want to influence the way the When's My Time project grows in the future, remember you can head over to whensmytime.com forward slash help. And when you get there, you'll find this. Uh, there's six questions, I think. Yeah, it's six questions over there. And in there, you can answer totally anonymously and you can tell me what challenges you're facing, what fears you may have, anything that is holding you back right now. In fact, anything that you feel that the When's My Time project could help you with. And you can influence the future direction of the When's My Time project because I want it to be relevant to you. Thank you so much indeed for listening. And Kelly, thank you for your email. I really do appreciate it. By the way, if you want to do the same as Kelly and send me an email, you can do that to Aussie at whensmytime.com. That's O-double-Z-Y or O-double-Z-Y at whensmytime.com. Thanks again for listening. I've been Aussie Air, founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now. <laughs>